The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. Hi, Dr. Kenner. I am 47 years old, and I work day in and day out with my 53-year-old sister, Carla. Carla. She she giggles through every single sentence when things are not funny at all. I realize the psychology of this is that she feels insecure. My question to you is, how can I handle this? Because it is so unnerving and irritating to listen to her laugh. But I don't want to hurt her feelings. And I've also heard comments from others at work that they do not think she is the t- sharpest tool in the shed. I fear it's because of her inappropriate giggling. Thank you, Maggie. So Maggie, when anybody hears nervous laughter, it makes us feel anxious because we wish the person were more relaxed, especially if it's your sibling, you know, someone, your older sibling in this case. So what, what, let's take a look first at nervous laughter and then take a look at what you can do. So nervous laughter is going to be hard on as I just said, the people listening, and it's also hard on your sister, Kala, because she is sending mixed messages and masked messages. You don't know what she's laughing at. The laughter isn't pure. She's not responding, obviously, to something funny, but she's camouflaging other emotions. That's what nervous laughter is. And what does it do to Carla? Well, it prevents her from being true to herself. She's not able to get out the underlying feelings, the nervous part of nervous laughter. So why do any of us laugh nervously? And if you think about it, there can be multiple reasons. And then we'll tie them all together at the end. One is that you maybe you feel really shy or insecure. You know, you're meeting someone on a date for the first time, or you're going to a job for the first time, and you're just feeling that stress. And that stress is coming out as a, <laughs> hi, how are you? That nervous laugh. Or you could feel embarrassed. Maybe you're, someone spilled coffee on you, and it's on your favorite shirt. And you're thinking, oh, I wish I could take this in a lighter sense, but I love this shirt. I am really really upset, but I don't want to show it. So you say, oh, no, it's okay. It's okay. You know, it's funny. You spilled coffee on me, but you're nervously laughing. Or maybe you observed a trauma. You know, my husband and I will watch Kate on very rare occasions, maybe once a year, funniest home videos. And it's always the same. You see a clip in which a girl is riding her bike and they say, now, what is she going to hit? Her head, her stomach, or her leg, you know? And she falls on her head. And then you hear the canned laughter or the laughter in the audience if it's, if it's live. But it's a nervous laughter. It's not funny. I don't, I, I don't get it with those films, with those little clips. Another one could be that you're covering up a lie. Uh, maybe a politician is spouting something he truly doesn't believe. And you hear the, <laughs> isn't that right? Aren't we all happy? <laughs> you hear that forced laugh and it betrays the lie. You know, we you listen to him and you know he's not being sincere. Or one last reason, you could feel very angry. Maybe a wife is very upset with her husband and she wants to yell at him or she even has this urge to push him or something. And instead she goes, <laughs> that laugh comes out and it's really a lot of stress and anxiety. So what is the same in all these situations? Hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds, that's it. A very quick ad and then Alan will be back. Romance. I wish I knew more about what girls want from a relationship. Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. 
Where's that ad I saw? Here it is. The Selfish Path to Romance, a serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Huh. The Selfish Path to Romance. That is interesting. So what is the same in all these situations? It's not laughter. It's not that joyous belly laugh, that humorous laugh. It's not that celebrate, that laugh of celebration or release or delightful laugh. It is an anxiety. It is a feeling of being at odds with yourself. You're hiding deeper emotions. Um, just We're going to come back to your sister now, Carla. Carla. How do you deal with her nervous laugh when you have to work next to her every single day and it's driving you crazy and you're already you're in your 40, 47, she's 53. So how do you deal with an older sister? So there are some situations that you want to check out that could be medical. For example, instead of rushing to think your sister's insecure, maybe she does need a medical checkup. Uh, because, you know, vascular problems such as a stroke could could mask that. But if you know your sister's insecure, it could be just insecurity. You also want to rule out things like a tick disorder or hypomania or maybe some other psychological problems. So what can you do with your, say, to your sister? Well, you have options. Do you have an option to work away from her at work? Maybe you don't have to work side by side with her every day, or maybe you could change jobs. The second is to ask yourself, what do I want to accomplish by speaking up to my sister? Do you just want to vent? Do you want to reach out to her? Do you want to get closer to her? So assuming that you've sent body language that lets her know that you're uncomfortable with her, at a time when you're both relaxed, you could say, Carla, I think we both know that I get frustrated with your laughter. I'm also curious, if you ever feel open to talking about it, I'm certainly willing. I'm wondering if I play a role in it. I'd like for us to feel more at home with one another. And then you can both learn assertiveness skills because that would give you a way to express yourself to your sister without attacking her. And it may be the best gift you ever gave her because sometimes being quiet when you observe something in someone you love doesn't help them change the problem. And they continue relating that way, and they don't have a way to change. So you could even get some help for yourself or Kala in dealing with this issue from academyofct.org. That's academyofcognitivetherapy.org. For more Dr. Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance by Dr. Ellen Kenner. The former slim prom queen who is now obese shocks us because it reflects her lack of pride in her appearance. Serious psychological issues may underlie such a lack of self-care. For example, a sexually abused woman may label herself as damaged goods and then keep on the extra pounds to avoid looking sexually attractive. Sometimes individuals are just too depressed or busy to make an effort to look better. It's too much work to wear clean clothes or put on makeup or ignoring one's looks may follow a failed romance. After being hurt, some just give up. Some feel they would be caving into cultural pressure if they improved their looks. Others feel too meek and humble to make the most of their looks, fearing they'll be seen as vain. They fail to understand that looking nice is not the same as being obsessed with looks. You can download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and you can buy the book at amazon.com.